A very good morning to you in the name of the Lord. Bring your greetings from our campsite. We've been on camp for like two days now. We came here on Tuesday with some youths, about 35 of us out of the city, spending time together, seeking God, imparting life, the life of the Spirit and the ways of the Spirit into our youths in Rotterdam. God has been faithful. It's been intense days of fellowship, of interaction with God, deep, deep, deep interactions with God, days of waiting on God. So it's possible you hear some background prayers, people praying at the background. Yes, we are on camp, waiting on God and trusting Him that He will preserve for Himself the generation that is to come. We've been talking about the anointing, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And this morning, I want to share on the second dangerous dimension of the anointing. And this dimension is the reality of the fact that it is possible, very possible, and often very common to be called and referred to as the anointed of the Lord without the anointing of the Holy Spirit. It is a dangerous thing to be called the anointed of the Lord. But in reality, be without the anointing of the Holy Spirit. It is possible for an anointed man to lose relationship with the Holy Spirit, but still be labeled, called, and publicly acknowledged and referred to as the anointed of the Lord. Even after the departure of the Spirit of God from the life of Saul, Saul was still popularly referred to and referenced as the anointed of the Lord. Despite his demonic interactions with the witch of Endor, Saul was still referred to as the anointed of the Lord. Even when he was full of rage, envy, jealousy, to the extent that he made several attempts to attack and pin David to the wall with his javelin, he was still popularly called the anointed of the Lord. Dearly beloved, it is a dangerous thing to continue to be a self-acclaimed, anointed servant of God, a self-acclaimed child of God, when you know that the communication line between you and the Lord has long been redundant and completely cut off. Despite the silence of the Urim and the Tumim, Regardless of the silence of the prophets, Saul continued in his rebellion until he died as the anointed of the Lord, but without the anointing and the presence of the Lord. Now let's read the reaction and the words of David when he heard about the death of Saul 
in 2 Samuel chapter 1, verse 11 to 14, the Bible says, Therefore, David took hold of his own clothes and tore them, and so did all the men who were with him. And they mourned and wept and fasted until evening for Saul and for Jonathan his son. For the people of the Lord and for the house of Israel, because they had fallen by the sword. Then David said to the young man who told him, Where are you from? And he answered, I am the son of an alien, an Amalekite. So David said to him, How was it? You were not afraid to put forth your hand to destroy the Lord's anointed. The emphasis in this scripture is the Lord's anointed. So, even in death, David still referred to Saul, the backsliding Saul, as the anointed of the Lord. Although Saul died without any useful relationship with God, his title as the anointed of the Lord still remained. The anointing is the physical proof of the internal working of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. And if we try to explain the anointing within the context of lawful driving, the anointing is like the driving license, while the Spirit of God is like the mind of the driver. A licensed drunk driver who has lost his right mind because of the heavy influence of alcohol may still continue to proudly display his license to everyone in his drunken state. But the reality is that such a man is a potential danger and a comprehensive risk to every other road user. If he is stopped by the police, he would joyfully produce his license at request. If he is subjected to the alcohol test, it will be evident that a different spirit is at work in him. Many people have the label of the anointed. Many people have the label of the anointed. They have the lingos, the form, the words, the language. And even sometimes, they have some results to show. But unfortunately, they have lost their relationship with the Holy Spirit. And as a result, they become a serious spiritual risk and problem to the lives of other people around them. The moment Saul lost the anointing and kept the label of the anointed without relationship with the anointing giver, he became a potential risk to David and the other men in Israel. I recall to mind the day Saul was hunting for David in the wilderness. He was knocked off by the spirit of slumber. And in 1 Samuel chapter 26, verse 7 to 9, the Bible says, So David and Abishai came to the place by night, and there Saul lay sleeping within the camp with a spear stuck in the ground by his head. And Abner and the people lay all around them 
Then Abishai said to David, God has delivered your enemy into your hand this day. Now therefore, please let me strike him at once. Let me strike him at once with a spear right to the earth. And I will not have to strike him a second time. But David said to Abishai, Do not destroy him. For who can stretch forth his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? So David constantly referred to Saul as the anointed of the Lord, even when it was obvious that he was operating under the influence of a terrific, demonic, evil spirit. Even when David's men perceived Saul as an enemy, David quickly corrected them and warned them not to stretch out their hands against the Lord's anointed. Saul lived in the illusion, in the deception of his title as the anointed of the Lord for too long. He carried this libel until he died. He died on his own sword by his own hands. Friends, <laughs> the release of the anointing of the Holy Spirit and power on an individual is a public event. But the of the Holy Spirit is usually without notice. When Saul had his first encounter with the anointing of the Holy Spirit, he prophesied publicly to the point that people wondered if he was one of the prophets. But alas, when the Spirit departed, the Spirit left him quietly. Saul himself was not aware of the departure of the Holy Spirit. He was not aware. Many wonderful anointed people are completely unaware that the Spirit of God has departed long ago. The implication of living as the anointed without the anointing is too grave and dangerous. Saul, under the guise of an empty label of the anointed of God, took his three sons with him to battle, and they all died with him on the same day. An anointed father, without the true anointing of the Holy Spirit, will put the lives of his family, wife, and children at risk. An anointed preacher or leader without the anointing, the true and the genuine anointing of the Holy Spirit is a serious danger, a comprehensive risk and threat to the lives of those who listen and follow him. Do you observe that the day David spared the life of, of Saul the day he spared the life of the sleeping King Saul from the death blow of Abishai in 1 Samuel 26, there were 3,000, 3,000 excellent soldiers, well-trained, the best of Israel with him. But not even one of them was awake. Not one. Not one of these mighty men, well-trained men, not one was awake. When Abishai pleaded with David to strike and kill him, all the soldiers 
all the men who followed the anointed man, the anointed Saul, who had lost contact with the Holy Spirit, who had lost relationship with the anointed, all the men who followed him were terrifically overtaken by the spirit of slumber that overpowered and conquered their master. <laughs> it is a dangerous thing to follow empty labels. Men with the label and the charisma and the title of the anointed man without the real tangible relationship with the anointing giver. My dear friends, without controversy, it is super dangerous to be called an anointed man or woman without the anointing of the Holy Spirit and power. Don't just carry the label. Don't just walk around with these titles. Please, it is better to carry the Holy Spirit without a title and a label than to carry a label and many titles without the Holy Spirit. As I conclude this podcast this morning, my prayer for us all is that may we never, never come to the place in our spiritual journey where we only carry the empty label of a title without any proof of God's presence. I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray. I pray that your head will never lack oil. Our heads will never lack oil. And your garment will always be white before the Lord. I pray that our relationships with God will grow. will grow exceedingly. I pray that our association will be with men and women who are truly laboring. Men and women who are in direct contact and communication with God. I pray that the church will be full of men and women, full of the Holy Ghost, full of power. Men like Stephen. Men like Stephen. A deacon appointed to the kitchen, yet full of the Holy Ghost, full of power. When he was cornered by the Sadducees and the Pharisees and the Sahendrins, none of them could resist the power, the wisdom, the anointing that flowed from the innermost part of his being. No title, no label, but he was a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost. Lord, this morning, if there is anything we long for and we desire, we desire an intimate relationship with you. 
deep work, deep fellowship. How sweet, how sweet, how sweet it is to carry the anointing, the anointing of the Holy Spirit and power. How sweet, how wonderful, how beautiful, how glorious to walk with God and God alone. Thank you, Father, for the spirit of grace and supplication, strength in the inner man, to live for Him, to live for God, and to walk with Him. Step upon step, precept upon precept, a little here, a little there. Amen. Amen. Bringing glory. Bringing glory.